Open Micro Comedy Podcast. What's up, Maximo? Hello, my friend. It's been a it's been a couple weeks. Been yes, like, too long. Yeah, like three weeks since we were all together, and then uh, Ashley and you did a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yes, which yes. I listened to, and uh, it was pretty good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it's, it's sometimes it's like almost better to pare it down to like, yeah, it, pa- yeah. pare it down. What do you mean, pare it down? Well, it's a lot. So are you saying you don't want me on the podcast anymore? No, I'm just saying? saying like sometimes like <laughs> if there if you have like five guys or six guys that can turn into hungry, hungry hippos, and it, you don't follow a thread so much. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I do. I do recognize that. That's why uh, Rogan, like when he talks about podcasts, he says, "Oh, I would just always want to keep it to two people, like me and somebody else." And so that- Jamie knows his fucking place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, the uh, young Jamie, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the his assistant, or is that what he is, or the sound guy, or no? He's a he's a professional Googler, right? Which I think is awesome to have a professional Googler, you know, like because if you're talking about something, you, you just go like, oh, I don't, I don't know, like somebody should look that up, but you don't want to look it up because you're in the fucking middle of the conversation, right? So if somebody, <clears throat> so was he a pro, Google it. was he a pro Googler before he got hired by <laughs> Rogan? No, I think he was an amateur, and Rogan made him a pro. You know, <laughs> you know, I noticed that he has a ton of anxiety when he fucks up Googling. Like, what, do, what do you mean? Like you know, sometimes like he can't find what uh, Joe Rogan wants, and like you can. You can tell, you know, Jamie has a lot of anxiety because, like, this is the one thing he's supposed to do, <laughs> and he's fucking it up. <laughs> and you have like this famous uh, ass guest being really impatient with him, <laughs> like. <laughs> and then Rogan gets all mad. It's like, what are you doing, Jamie? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, we are joined by Chris Christie. Yeah. Hi. Christie, right? Yep. Yeah, we just met like five minutes ago. Yeah, we're I, best friends now. So yeah. <laughs> I hope that you're fine with that. <laughs> I am fine with that. I like meeting uh, new best friends uh, in five minutes. I, I think uh, the some of the best friends you meet are like in very short periods of time. You mm, know? That's true. Right? Because you don't have all the shit right? <laughs> that you have with your friends. You only have the good memories. Yeah. You didn't have time for bad memories. Right, right. And everybody's that's... presenting their best self. And then like, you know, you could just kind of... Uh, and also you don't feel like... Because you, you don't have that history. So... You don't feel like you have to, you know, like censor yourself as much. Yeah. You know? So you can just kind of tell them your darkest shit, you know? You got to be exactly who you want to be to a new person. Wanna, <laughs> that's wanna, the whole point of stand up, right? It's like, or that's why people <laughs> can be uninhibited in stand up or, or, you know, naturally introverted people. It's like the the whole thrill of uh, a confessional almost. Like, yeah. who are these fucking people? Right. It's, it's very confessional. <laughs> I'm just going to say whatever I want. All right, right. <laughs> Yeah, true. I like meeting new people. New people is fun. Maximo has a hard time meeting new people. Oh. Yeah. Why is that, Max? We were just talking about that. Why is that, Maximo? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm shy. Yeah. Is it shyness? Is it? Is that why? We, we were talking about meeting uh, like friends and like making yeah. new friends. It's hard know? to like start a conversation with people. Like stand up makes it easy because you can just be a creep and be like, "Hi, I've seen your face a hundred times, and I also know about your relationship with your mom." So like. <laughs> What are you doing Friday? Let's hang out. <laughs> is that where you find your friends and, and dating much. and such? Is through uh, the stand-up community? You're kind of uh, insulated in that? In that? Mm, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't like dating comedians, if I can help it. You don't like dating comedians? Nah, if you help it? It's yeah. like imagine if you had a bad Nobody does, right? Nobody yeah. says like, oh, no I love dating likes, comedians. No one wants to date a comedian. Yeah. Like, 
This Ma- is like, yeah, that's why I quit. Yeah, like, this is why Maximo just, quit. Because yeah. <laughs> nobody wants... There's no benefit no, to it. Nobody yeah. wants to date. Girls don't want to date male comedians. Boys like think they want to date a girl comedian but really they just want validation for like if she's funny and she thinks i'm funny that means i'm funny they don't want to date you really i hmm. think so yeah i run into that a lot have you dated a lot of uh stand-up comedians in, no in your past? no 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 uh no I'm, I'm pretty new to it actually i'm like uh fresh out of a divorce hey <laughs> a fresh out of a what a divorce oh, oh no way yeah, hell Holy yeah. Shit. everybody gets divorced i know divorce. you see you look like you're in your early or mid-20s I'm gonna be 30 this weekend. Okay, mid yeah. 20s, late late 20s. So like right about the statistic uh, situation where like you do get divorces. Right, it's is that like, right? Most people get divorces so. around 30. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm from Indiana, so like yes, from there. Oh, so you probably got married early then, right? Uh, 25. 25. Okay, yeah. that's not that. Like, okay, that's, that's pretty. Early, that's pretty yeah. normal. Like it's late, early for California. Yeah. But it's late for Indiana because Indiana people get married at like 20, 21, right? Like it's yes. very sometimes earlier than that, right? Like it's 18, like late 19. if you get engaged during college and are like, but we're gonna wait till we're done with college. Right. And everyone's like, like, wow. Okay. What? You should what? be on your third kid by then. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Got to get them out quick, or your yeah. body won't heal. You know, it's a different fucking lifestyle over there. It's so different. Oh, yeah. I just came from uh, the reason I couldn't be on the podcast. I was uh, in Wisconsin for some uh, personal uh, business uh, for, with my friend, but um, like w- I, I was there for Wisconsin for like a week, and fucking people live differently there, man. Oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah, Golden Corral. Right? <laughs> Golden Corral. You, you've never the, been to a Golden Corral in the in the Midwest. I think they have Golden Corrals here. That's a yeah, buffet, yeah. right? Like, yeah. if you've ever been to one, like, you have you have no reason to be like in shape. <laughs> that's true. They yeah. have, is that that's the place with the chocolate fountain, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my they God. have fried everything. Everything <laughs> is good, right? Yeah. And they got the Cracker Barrels. Um, yeah, they do. And, and people like when you're driving by and like somebody's in their yard, they just wave at you. Yeah, you know? for it's, real. It's so fucking strange. Yeah. Right? Everybody just waves. Everybody's just like so nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah. They'll wave at you. They'll talk at you. If you get a flat tire on the side of the street, some guy will stop and change it for you. Yeah. And, uh, and only some of the time they murder you, you know? Yeah, do they? Is there a lot of murder in those places? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, it's full there of, is. Who there would is. know? Yeah. It's full of white people, right? And white people murder more than most others. Right? Yeah. It depends. It depends on the area. They also have like inner cities and stuff like that. Well, that, that's when they shoot you, right? I guess, well, yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. That's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It seems like like it's the kind of place where people are like nicer to you like in real life, but more mean on the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah really i could see it in the midwest that yeah, makes sense I, I, I totally see it yeah i think the midwest is very uh passive aggressive how so um more than la oh yeah really yeah, yeah. Well, i can't see it because i think in la like if people don't like something about you they'll just let it go you know i've noticed that in in stand-up too like if somebody's being like really terrible uh on stage like People will just let it go and be like, ah, oh, my three minutes will be in three minutes, so fuck it. They'll either make it or they'll die or whatever. Who cares? Um, but in the Midwest, like, in the Midwest, it would be, like, just really passive-aggressive. Like, oh, is that, uh, you're going to do that? Like, I don't know. It's still, just, it's still ballpark similar. I think the difference think so? is, like, L.A. is a bit more honest with their, their passive-aggressiveness. Yeah. Where, like in the midwest it's more tippy toey like uh 
they they do oh, they try harder yeah in terms of like uh that was shitty <laughs> like, yeah interesting yeah and, and i also noticed there's a lot of space oh yeah mm-hmm. there's so much space. space the houses are like the houses are not in a row like it, when you everywhere in california the houses are all in a row they're all next to each other and they're all kind of uh spaced out in like this grid where it makes sense that the house should be there because like the angles are parallel to each other in terms of like you know one house to another yeah but in yeah. the midwest it's just like fucking weird every, every house is like you know like every like, house got a half, like a half an acre yeah. and then they built their house wherever on exactly. that acre that exactly. they wanted to yeah exactly and then yeah. sometimes there's no fences uh-huh. a lot of times there's no fences yeah you know and it's just a big backyard from like one place to another yeah it's nuts man i think like, i think the walmarts over there are even more fema like <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean you don't, you don't know what fema is like the have you seen like a disaster in the news and like just a bunch of people huddled from like a hurricane? Uh huh. Yeah, that's what a mall Walmart is like in the Midwest. Um, what they have like, like a big warehouse? Yeah, big ass warehouse. With, just for some reason, big people. open spaces in the uh-huh. middle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. I've yeah, never no, been. To, I didn't go to the Walmart, so I don't know. Oh. But I did go to the Cracker Barrel and I had the chicken dumplings. Oh yeah, and uh, that, that was that was disgusting. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never had anything quite like that before. <laughs> I thought they were dump. I thought they were dumplings, which I'm used to, right? And I was like, oh, Cracker Barrel has dumplings. That's nice. I'm Asian. I can deal with that. I'm gonna get the <laughs> fucking dumplings. Did you say Crate and Barrel? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. you. What but the fuck? the dumplings apparently. The yeah. dump, dumplings. <laughs> that with, sounds with no, awful. With I love no that G. A, that sounds yeah. like Laughlin, Nevada. Yeah, it, it's basically yeah. boiled uh, pieces of dough. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're just boiled and the the I guess they're like in a It's in a, boiled in this like weird like like a, like a chicken stock kind of like a It's, it's it, like a gravy but it's like yeah, yeah, it's like, like instead of thick, thickening thick, it with flour they thickened it with gelatin almost yeah, like a, <laughs> a yeah. thin slimy gravy and, I was like, what and like the two fuck pieces is this? of shredded chicken in it. Yeah, but mostly just doughs like yeah. floating pieces and they're oh this is our specialty. Yeah. You're going to love this. This is our specialty. You know, I feel fucking disgusting, man. <laughs> I don't understand how white people eat that shit and love it because because like the reason I ordered it is because on the menu it's like you know that you know like how uh, you go to like Tony Romas or something or Chili's and they have the ribs in the middle of the menu I haven't and it's like in a fucking Chili's border since I was like yeah. like seven. I thought that they stopped having Chili's. As- well, no, the Chili's is still exist. They still have <laughs> yeah. yeah, that and Applebee's. Yeah, but you know how they have those big like menu because they're known for their ribs, right? Uh-huh. So it's like in the middle of the menu and has like three borders around it. <laughs> and it's in a different font. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had that with the dumplings. They had that with the dumplings. Yeah. Because that's their thing, man. They're known for their fucking dumplings. Fucking fried uh, boiled dough. <laughs> speaking speaking of chain the restaurants, fuck, speaking of chain <laughs> speaking of chain restaurants, um, like uh, last Friday, uh, me and some uh, work buddies, we went to Claim Jumper. Claim Jumper. And, and okay, so like the place was was filled with like these these jazzy paintings of coal miners that looked like Chuck Norris. Okay. <laughs> I I couldn't eat comfortably. Cause, like, so wait, is that a, a, a theme restaurant? It's, it's based around the the prospectors. I don't know what that restaurant's about. I I think it's yeah. Va- why why do they call it claim jumpers? I mean, I think, think so. it is a coal a, a gold mine somewhat themed gold mine. restaurant. Yeah. I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense. That's the stupidest 
theme for a restaurant yeah. I could ever imagine. Hey, let's uh, fucking, uh, you know, like a caves. That's a good gold theme for mining. <laughs> you're, you're mining yeah. for gold yeah, when you're right. eating shrimp yeah. scampi. Yeah. <laughs> the cold. The, have, the pan handling shrimp. Seafood there. <laughs> what, what are they doing with seafood? All they all they're allowed to have is just chicken nuggets, and they have to call them canary nuggets. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, chicken dumplings. <laughs> I'm so like I I actually do remember liking those. Like I don't eat you meat like anymore. Those? You like but chicken I dumplings? There's something how dare comforting you, about. Uh, gooey dough in we used to be best friends sauce. but this is over not anymore the <laughs> bad times have come because you have you have horrible taste buds that's true <laughs> oh speaking of that uh you know what's weird is i don't have a good sense of smell uh, yet <laughs> i don't have a problem eating like uh, can you explain that like do you not have a problem with it or do you enjoy it ever? i still enjoy like food incredibly but mm. I'm, I'm just saying i don't have a great sense of smell like why not i just don't I uh, mean, how do you know that you don't have a good sense of smell because uh, at least comparison to people i know that are extremely sensitive w- with regard to smell like what have you smelled that others have not, or what have you not been able to smell that others have um like like some people are really sensitive like when they can smell like sulfur or or something like toxic like that and i'm just have like no idea like hmm. maybe that you just can't smell certain things hmm. yeah i don't know yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> so christy yeah uh talk to me about uh you're from indiana you said right yeah i'm from indiana then i moved to seattle for about five years and then i moved here in february oh really yeah when you were an adult you moved around like that yeah. But you grew up in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then I did college there. And then in I was Seattle? Done in Indiana still. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. What so, do you do in Indiana? Do you like fight people? Mm, yeah, we had a fight yeah, club she, in the cornfield. Like she looks like a fighter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very demure with glasses. What about like, uh, what about like, like uh, meth or... Uh, a lot of hard. people do that. A lot of people do the meth. That's that's popular. And, that's and, pretty popular. Yeah. Uh for a little meth, bit, I think my hometown was like the capital of it, but really? uh, wow. I'm pretty sure someplace in like Ohio took Over the took it, Yeah, they <laughs> they beat us out on that meth one. Meth is a white person drug. Does it have uh, cultural boundaries, ethnic ethnic boundaries, or does everybody do meth basically? I no, feel I, like I think it's, it's a. Pretty... I feel like it's got a reputation for like a rural white people drug. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah. That is yeah. Because like think about who's making it: people with trailers, who's living in the trailers. Okay. White people in rural places. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trailers are kind of a white domain, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's other trailers, but like, you need space to put out trailers. Right. Otherwise, you just live in cities. Yeah. Meth is white. Crack cocaine is black. Yeah. Cocaine is white again. Also oh, it's white, like, uh, but different it's, white. It's upper class. Yeah, upper class yeah. white. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so uh, you did a bunch of meth in Indiana. Yeah, did a bunch of meth. Uh, started you, a fight done? club in the cornfield. Have you ever done meth? No, I'm a I'm a really good kid. I haven't really? like I I tried weed like uh, when it was legal in Seattle. Do, do you have like a, a badge from the time you sold go- Girl Scout cookies? Uh, no, because I didn't sell enough, but I did try doing. Whoa, that. you need to. <laughs> 
You need a you have a quota to get the badge. Oh yeah. I Wait didn't know that. You well, were... I mean to be fair, like I'm pretty sure that I sold like maybe like ten boxes. That's Girl a Scout lot cookies. of boxes. That's it. And they didn't give you a badge? Probably not. No, ten boxes is not that That's much. not very many. Yeah. That's like as much as like Jeez. my mom and my aunt. Yeah. That's like, it. Your, your <laughs> yeah. relatives they make will you hustle. Get ten boxes. Yeah. Remember like when back in the day when they forced you to sell magazines as a kid mm-hmm. in school? <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Or we sold um, like real shitty desserts, like candies. <laughs> yeah. But it was like not good. Like it, the candy already tasted old when you got it, brand new. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> like like they, 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 they had the audacity to call it the world's finest chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just ter- capitalism, baby, you oh. know? That's true. The, anything that's labeled the world's finest or best in town is never the best in town or the world's finest. It's definitely you know? the worst. Like, yeah, when it's, I it's moved- always the so- <laughs> Like when you see a laundromat that says best laundromat in town. Yeah. It's, so it's the worst laundromat. You no. guarantee that it's the worst. People that are good at stuff, they have things to claim. Like they're <laughs> like, we've got things that you want, like clean <laughs> washers and a change machine. Mm-hmm. The other place is just like, well, we're the best. Yeah, we're the best. <laughs> best. What do you got for me? I don't know. A lack of humility. That's what you got. Best Chinese food in town. Never the best Chinese food <laughs> ever. Yeah. They probably have dumplings. They're probably the only Chinese food in town. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you were in the Girl Scouts. Were Uh, you actually in the Girl Scouts? Yeah, I was a Girl Scout for a little bit. Wow. When was that? Like, uh, I was like 10. Yeah. Yeah. 1997 through 98. Yeah, I was never in the Girl Scouts. So, uh, (laughs) So what what does it mean to be, like, good? I don't know. It's such a difficult question. I mean, I don't know. Like, I. I followed the things that I, the standards that I was supposed to be doing. Which, I guess. Was that really depressing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it really? I don't know, a little. I mean, like, yeah. uh, there's definitely a certain point where, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody who, like, if you're grow up and be a good student or you, like, want to be a good kid, like, at a certain point, you're like, is this me or is am I just trying to make my parents proud and they don't even actually care about my grades or, like, that mm. kind of stuff? Right, right. Okay, so you know. had a you had a rebellious kind of a uh, moment where you disengaged. Not really. I don't know. No. <laughs> so what do you so say? You're, you're like, still good. You I s- guess pretty much. I mean, I don't know. I I think like it's kind of like now it's just like out of a lack of interest. It's like I'm almost thirty. Uh, you look, you look very young for being almost thirty, especially for a white person because <laughs> white people start aging around twenty six, twenty seven. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's because I'm a good kid and I wear my sunscreen. I guess. Maybe you just have some Asian genetics in you somewhere. I, I could know. be. I gotta do the, do that 23andMe thing again. Yeah. Yeah. You might be like a an eighth Asian. That that also <laughs> could eighth. be why you're so such a good girl. You know, yeah. because uh, Asians are rule followers. <laughs> you know, beyond anything else, they are rule followers. What a mis- The mystery solved. Now yes. I get it. There you go. All Part right. Asian. Perfect. Do you feel, Moving on. <laughs> do you feel resentment that you like you have no reward for being good? Um, no, I don't know. Like for me, the reward is like I don't have to deal with shit that I don't want to deal with. At this mm. point, it's kind of like like I don't know. Um, like I feel like everybody here does coke, but from what I hear of it, it's just like uh, you feel about the same, but like you're more talkative and like maybe you feel like somebody gave you a compliment recently. And it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't want to fuck up my nose for that. Like that, the reward for doing that is not worth the trouble. So like, I'd rather just I would eat say a tr- whole pizza on my 
Oh. I would say try the Coke. I, I, would, I would tell everybody to try Coke once try or it. twice because it's it's really not. Uh, yeah, like like you said, it's not that big of a deal. It's like it's doesn't change you all that much. But like you get to at least experience Coke and see what it's like. And it's not gonna fuck up your nose the first time you do it. It's not gonna kill you the first time you do it. Shit, but you're not gonna get addicted that's true. the first no. time you do it at all because it barely feels. It feels like a like a high dose of caffeine that lasts for like twenty minutes. You know, well, that's see, about that's, it. That's a that's just useless to me. Like I'll just eat. Too but much Jamie, caffeine. But Jamie, Mike Pence will really hate you if you do go. Yeah. Which, you know what? It's fine. He already does. So, so how did you get into comedy? Um, why did you get into comedy? Yeah, why? That's the most mm, important question. Why? I always... Well, I think I use like humor as a defense like every comedian. Uh, For what? Like, well, I just hate showing negative emotions ever. Oh, yeah. All. That's part of being white. I have this whole uh, spiel about like white people and how positive they are. Yeah. They're always so fucking positive about everything. I, I can't stand it. Well, I mean, you, know? you would be positive, too, if you just got like the world handed to you on a plate as soon as you came out of your mom's butt, you know? <laughs> of your mom's butt? <laughs> I'm more associated to like avoidant personality no. disorder. Like, that's yeah. one of their traits. It's like, that's oh, <laughs> I'm just going to brush that off, what you said. Like, I'm not going to connect with you. Here's a joke. Bye. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, I just, I, I don't want people to worry about me. I think, uh, my parents worry about stuff like a lot. So it's just like easier to be like, everything's always the best. Um, so mm. if like, if you're, that is a very, very white thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I feel it. That makes right. sense. Yeah. White people are always so positive and you know, everything is great. And everything's great. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. The, even even the if you're awful. The important thing is, if I even if you're everything is the worst. Like the important thing is, don't feel bad for me. Don't worry about me. I'm gonna don't be fine. Don't cry for me. Don't cry for me. Uh-huh. Mom, oh, I that's don't interesting. Know. So it has more to do with yourself than it does with like how you view the world. Like you don't want people to kind of worry about you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, like uh, if people are concerned about me, like it's embarrassing. That, like when people like when like There's if you shame, start you, you if you start shame, blushing right? and people are like oh you're blushing what mm-hmm. what are you embarrassed about like that makes it way worse it's right. just like so instead just don't just don't do that That's just always smile always do that yeah yeah so like i think like i've always loved like comedy obviously but like i'm real into it and i think i'm good at it because like that's all i've ever like i can't take anything seriously so, so everything's funny so do you feel like you have a lot of social masks when you talk to people and stuff yeah, yeah. i'm i'm great at customer service <laughs> right yeah i totally see it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm the best so you you hide yourself a lot right yeah for sure because you you feel shame when you show your actual self well, yeah, a little bit of that, and also just like uh, because you hate yourself. That's I'm why sure. I hate to dance. I'm sure but I do. I, I think there is some of that, like because I, I feel the same way, and I think Maximo kind of feels the same. I think everybody yeah, has that to a certain degree, that. but uh, comedians more than others, you know, because yeah. they have like a much higher social mask than other people. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It has to do with like this fear of like showing your actual self because there's kind of shame and like absolutely you know, anxiety around that. You don't want people to know that, you know. Well, and there's also like a sense of like um, I feel like there. Like back to being a good kid, like there's a way that you're supposed to be and then there's a way that you want to be. And like if that doesn't match exactly, like you feel like a piece of shit Mm. and then you don't want to like. So it's just like I don't I hated school like I hated college. I really wish I hadn't gone, Um, but I went to it just wasn't what I needed to do. You know, like I wanted to do like film and like right. Like, I mean, right now I'm just in L.A. like 
fucking around having a day job as a waitress and doing stand-up so like you really don't need college for that I almost wish that I had just gotten like more years of serving experience right but okay. um college is a big waste of time and yeah. a lot of yeah. especially if you're going to be like a humanities major yeah you know? like it's a waste it's of time and resources and I wanted to do like film school but uh what did you do let me guess you're a good girl so you probably did so psychology I did, no i did a i did film school but i did oh, it did at the school. state school so oh, instead of doing okay, like okay. two years in chicago where i could be like ah, i hate this i'm just gonna do comedy here well <laughs> i just what? did it in at least you have way less debt indiana I mean, that's the important thing that's true yeah. yeah but it definitely wasn't like a good experience yeah yeah because so you- i think not everybody is really made for school but like you're supposed to yeah, I guess. I, I think that's changing now. I, I think that's people true. are going to realize but just how ridiculous school is. And at how least you didn't go anything. to USC. That would have been that would have <laughs> been a huge waste of fucking money. Because like you know you know who has a USC degree in this town, like a USC film degree in this town. Everyone. Yes, everybody. <laughs> it's completely fucking useless in that regard. Because I I hear like. Because there, there's probably not a lot of Indiana people. There's a lot of Ohioans, mm. but. You know, you can, you know, if, if you hear Indiana, like, you instantly have a connection. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, since everybody has a USC degree, it's like, fuck you. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm also 200K in debt. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's, that's a real thing. So you started comedy because oh, you, yeah. have, um, you have many social masks and you uh, kind of uh, use humor as, what, what did you say? You use humor a, as, as a like defense, a defense mechanism? Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. But also, I mean, so I, I love it. Stage, like, it's fun. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't really want to put my defense mechanism on the stage, but right. I, I think I, I started it because it's communicating that way comes naturally to me and like i like i like making people laugh it feels good to the whole process feels good the like writing a a joke and finding the right words and the right way to put them to like what do you, what do you talk laugh. about are you yeah are you what, what are story your based? comedic stylings um so i don't like now things are kind of new so i have a lot of new stuff but i talk about a lot like i, I guess it's autobiographical mostly oh okay yeah Okay, De- dealing cool. with anything in particular i bet you have a lot of divorce material huh i don't i have a little bit but it's oh, like a little bit okay. it's i think for me like it's hard to find things that are like really funny about it quite yet oh, okay or like how to phrase it i think part of it like part of what I, i've been doing recently and what i've been realizing recently is like uh, again back to the defense thing like i don't necessarily want to be 100 percent truthful about stuff in case like the people involved in the jokes like see the joke but i realized like Ooh, you have to be yeah if you want to be or funny your joke is bad right. so well, it's not like you have to use their exact name or anything like like there, there's yeah uh, but yeah. but it's like i like i have a joke that that people like where it's like it's specifically like one person and if they heard it they'd know or like obviously if i joke about my husband like tell us the joke that's my husband <laughs> what's the joke um let's see or the idea of the joke the idea of the joke mm, i don't know if i want it recorded yet <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if i'm there yet or the premise what's the general idea is it like a kind of an umbrella yeah well the one i'm thinking of is like i just do like a lot of dating jokes and so like one of the jokes you is talk about tinder 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh my god, you gotta stop talking about Tinder. I know. Every open micer talks about Tinder. Well, I don't. Endlessly. I don't know. I don't really talk about Tinder. I talk about the people that I meet on Tinder. Okay, that's the same thing. Yeah. It is. All right. Oh, wow. Well, then. I mean, I'll just stop telling all my dating jokes. I guess. <laughs> uh, well, so the basic premise is just like so. Um, so my dad has long hair and a mustache and wears a lot of denim. And uh, wow, your dad sounds hip. It, that's like all that that's like 40% of guys that I could meet that are my age range, I feel like. So it's like, really? I don't know. I, is I, denim a popular thing amongst yeah, the, the millennials? There's a lot of nice. denim. Yeah. And I, yeah. I've gone on a lot of, I've gone on an uncomfortable amount of dates with guys that have at least shoulder length hair and are starting to grow a mustache. Mm-hmm. So, so, you so have that daddy must issues. be a thing. <laughs> well, so that's the joke basically. It's just like, do I have daddy <laughs> issues or is this not my fault? But is, is the jean jacket coming back? Are people yeah, wearing jean is. jackets? It is. Hell yeah. yeah. It's, it's like... Uh, that was gone for a while, man. It, it was. Like, I haven't seen it since like the the stand. Stephen, Stephen King stand on... Yeah, 90s. <laughs> the on 90s. With, remember Joey Lawrence, the guy that went, whoa. Yeah. yeah. yeah whoa. Of, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> The 90s are back, you guys. Yeah, he would he would fucking tie uh, flannel jackets around his waist. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool the arms, again. And then he yeah. would wear like five layers. That's you know? cool mm-hmm. again. Is it? Wow. Yeah, he bl- help Blossom's back. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blossom, I fucking love Blossom. <laughs> you kind of look like Blossom. You have a Blossom feel to you. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what's your, uh, one of the premises behind this podcast is that uh, open micers all have some sort of uh, mental illness. Mm, that's you know? fair. Yeah, uh, because they're, they're the most interesting people because they're just kind of raw and like, you know, everything is just kind of out there, right? It's not polished, yeah. which I feel like is very interesting. And I've noticed that like, you know, having met so many stand-up comedians, they all have something going on, you know? Yeah. So uh, what would you say is your mental illness if you have one? Totally. You might um, be normal. You might be one of the normal I ones. might be. I mean... Well, we already know she has a, uh, APD. What's that? A- avoidant avoidant personality. Oh. What, what are the characteristics of that? Well, like, like she kind of described like... Uh, I described it while smiling and yeah. making sure that you guys felt okay about it. Uh, <laughs> like, right. But okay. but basically, like dismissing uh, like attempts of making connections with with humor or like doing a lot uh, to like seem as independent and like I don't need you as possible. Uh, That's avoidant. Yeah, hmm. I feel that. Also, like definitely like anxiety for sure. You have anxiety? Yeah. I, I actually had like real bad like social anxiety before I started doing stand up um on a really regular basis, like a year and a half ago or so. Like every interaction it would be like uh the whole next day I would just like replay it in my head and be like, Why are you like this? Even if it was like this is a wow. normal interaction. That's, I just that's couldn't low, get away. I couldn't very, get out of my head. I would have like panic attacks about it. Low self esteem. No well yeah, sure. Yeah, it's for sure low self esteem, right? Because you you're kind of uh because you're hiding yourself, you're hiding parts of yourself that you know. Yeah. You you think those parts. I mean, you're putting the mask on because you think those parts are shameful, right? Sure. And when yeah. you're when you're naturally just kind of being and flowing with people, you know, you're kind of nitpicking that because you you weren't uh, you didn't have that mask on as tightly as you should have had it, right? Yes. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's. Wow. Yeah. That's accurate. Okay. What what does <laughs> what does anxiety feel like to you guys? Because like. For me, it's a really. You mean social anxiety? It's, it's a it's a just general, but it's a really specific feeling mm. where uh, I ju- it just makes me want to like shudder and like it, it's 
it's a very specific thing yeah like a, like it's that like drop in your stomach right and you like i always like think about stuff oh a lot it's, it's not a, it's not exactly a drop in the stomach for me it's yeah. it, it, i feel it more in my neck or shoulders or your wow. neck yeah. tension mm-hmm. maybe yeah i don't experience anxiety all that m- i do have panic attacks occasionally but like i don't experience it enough to really kind of uh be able to spot it so yeah. you can't describe it like not really as a feeling no i could describe other things like anger and stuff like that or frustration but anxiety not really but there there is this little trick like that i learned from uh that that seminar that i go to or that i used to go to where you um like locate exactly where your feeling is or whatever you're feeling like whatever abstract feeling you have like whether it's love anxiety or even kind of pain to a certain degree right like uh you you locate it in your body right Uh and you and you feel exactly where it is like you can say like oh it's in my stomach and it's about like it's it's like right below my sternum, like in about two inches, and it has a rolling kind of feeling, you know. And then you picture that in your head, and then you like uh, assign it a color, you know. So you have a, a, a an actual shape, color, and movement, and then you just kind of concentrate on that, like actually feeling that, and then it just kind of disappears, you know. That's it, the it's, weird. It's thing about being of- present with it, as opposed to the idea wow. is resistance equals persistence right so if you resist it and like you you like Mm. like you chrissy when you're thinking like you know oh uh uh, i shouldn't be this way right yeah that's kind of a resistance right so you kind of persist that feeling but if you just let that feeling be and you just kind of experience it then after a few seconds just go grow slower slower and then like you know it shrinks down and then it disappears you know that's the idea behind it it's kind of interesting Mm. it kind of it kind of works that's the weird thing about like my relationship with anxiety because like it's it's not something I I want to just like immediately go away as though it were like um as though I were being electrocuted. It's it's it almost feels like um I almost have like a masochistic kind of thing where I I want it to stay there. I want it to to just to just remain. Really? Why? Because you're comfortable know. with it, right? Because it, it's familiar, you know. I wa- I, I watch this like a. Uh, I feel HR. like I'm playing like a fucking psychiatrist I, today. I feel like, what like am I, I, what's going <laughs> on, man? Well, I watched this like H.R. Geiger documentary. He's like this artist that drew like the he did the, the alien. Yeah. Like he he draws like kind of psychotic, erotic-looking, weird paintings, and and it's not that he likes this stuff. He he does it because like he's afraid of it, and that's kind <laughs> of um. my. Uh, it's like my impetus for everything in a way is like I don't I don't like to do it for some reason I just like to explore where the sphere will take me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you were gonna talk about sensitivity. That's kind of a long. Well, that's kind of a long with that. We we almost <laughs> yeah. brushed up on like what I I uh, was talking about. Yeah, because you were saying you were getting sensitive about everything. Yeah, right? like lately I've just been. Um, uh insanely sensitive the, the past couple weeks i don't know why about what for some reason like any topic that has to do with like height or or race or or anybody <laughs> just like talking about race or height i i don't want i didn't want to hear it like you don't even want to hear it? you don't want to be there yeah 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 what, what when do people talk about height or race around you they don't <laughs> like i i seek it out um and then I get exhausted from it. <laughs> <laughs> that is All self-destruction right. right there, man. <laughs> you mean like on forums and shit? 
uh, yeah, forums, YouTube videos, stuff like that. What kind of videos are you watching? Um, Is it like incel shit? Uh, uh, well, not not specifically that, but um, but uh, you know, they they practically take over the comment section. Mm. It's more like what what is the comment section all about in in this video related to height or, or something? <laughs> in this video, is this why you know that Midwesterns nerds are like particularly <laughs> yes, being <exactly>. online? <laughs> <laughs> How important is height to you for men, Christy? Um, like you have to be a little bit taller than me, I think, but I'm not that tall. So mm. how tall are you? Five six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not a big deal for you, right? What about race? Nah, I don't care. Liar! I'm scared. <laughs> Liar. Uh, so sensitive around uh, height and race. Interesting. What else are we talking about? Um. Let's oh yeah, uh, Christy has a podcast, right? Yeah, let's talk oh yeah. About that. yeah, yeah. I have a podcast about weird shit. Um, What's the weirdest shit? What's like? it called? First of all, yeah. it's called "That's Weird." I like the title. That's weird. Do you That's have nice. like a, a funny music thing or? Yeah, um, I wrote the the intro, um, and it's like just a cute little thing. Do you? What instrument do you, do you use, or do you sing it, or? Uh, both guitar. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, That's neat. Catchy. Is it by yourself or who do you do it with? Um, I do it with my friend in Seattle, Ashley. Um, also a comedian? She is. Uh, she was doing radio. I think she's still doing radio a little bit, but now she's trying to do like podcast editing and that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's real. She's way more into like audio and like podcast stuff. Basically, the only reason why the podcast still exists or is successful is her. Like she's great at it. Uh, How long have you been doing it for? Almost three years. Wow. Yeah. Three years. Long time. Yeah, Damn. for real. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's been great. It's kind of, it's similar to that, like, like a My Favorite Murder setup where it's just two people, like, we'll each pick a topic that's something weird that we won't tell each other about. And then, like, during the podcast, we'll each tell each other what about the topic. Nice. Yeah. So what what have been these topics yeah. historically? Um... Like we have some good ones. This le- this last one was MK Ultra, and oh. <laughs> uh, which was a a big one. Like it's yeah, been like a yeah. long time coming because there's just like so much there. What is MK Ultra? I, I don't know what that is. It's MK like Ultra is like shit, right? Y- well, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's like a so it like the Monsanto. Yeah, it yeah. really ha- It truly happened. That's why I think there's so many other conspiracy theories associated with it. But like. Basically, what happened was that when the government started testing LSD and other like hallucinogenic stuff on people, okay, and they started testing it on people without them knowing about it, or oh yeah, or Rogan they tested it that, through right? like a front, like a a frontal, like they had a front organization to test it on people, and they didn't know why they were testing it. So like, there's all these like famous people too, like the the guy who wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Ken Casey. Yeah, I love that book. It's a fantastic book. He, I guess, he was like a total square. Like he was like a jock and like had never even drank, and he went to Stanford, and then he was part of this experiment at the time he thought that it's funny because they're actually I think doing these experiments now about how like whether or not things like (laughs) whether or not things like LSD or like ketamine or something can um help you work through like serious depression and stuff like that right 
Um, so he went into this experiment in Stanford thinking like that's what it was about. Mm-hmm. And like he came out of it being like, yeah, dude, LSD is the fucking best. And like so they were just- one threw over the cuckoo's nest and like became like a figurehead of counterculture. But what they were really doing was trying to figure out if they could like <laughs> psychologically torture people with LSD. Oh, shit. That was the main thing. Like, the CIA has nothing to do with science. They were just doing experiments on people for that reason. And, like, some other person in the organization was like, yeah, that's cool. And also, (laughs) if we dose people without their knowledge, uh, we can make, like, world leaders seem crazy. And and so... This is is all shit that actually happened. This is all shit that actually happened. And there's this, like, like this group of people that were known for being, like, kind of unhinged because they were the people that were, like, testing LSD. Like, at first it started with them, like, testing LSD because it was, like, pretty new, actually, at the time. Mm -hmm. It started in the 50s. And then they were like, you know, this is great in a controlled environment, but really what's going to happen out in the world? We better test that. So they started dosing each other and then basically being like, ha ha, got you in your coffee so that they could prepare. And then they started just like... Like in the in the lab, they would just dose In the lab, they would just dose each other without their knowledge and then be like, dude, I got you. Like, like I'm imagining these like CIA agents just like, you know, when That's people straight, like, take like shit. a Smirnoff ice mm-hmm. and they make people chug it, like doing uh-huh. that, but with LSD, like in a CIA <laughs> office, they had to release a memo to tell them not to spike the punch at a holiday party with LSD. Right. Because they thought it because it was like funny to them, like they thought it'd be funny to just like catch people unaware and like dose them with LSD. Okay. But that really fucks with people <laughs> when they're like dosed. They kind of LSD and they don't know what it is. This whole thing like not sound conspiratorial but like a fun buddy comedy. <laughs> I <know. laughs> Seriously, that I mean that, that, that sounds like a fun environment kind of. That part sounds up. like kind of fun. Um but <laughs> also it's terrible. <laughs> but Cause so like, you're like there's a, a bad big side conspiracy to it. person. Yeah, I mean it's fun. Like conspiracy. Like, I can talk about like Epstein for like hours. Like I need to research that okay. one for sure. Cause yeah. I love I love stuff like that. Yeah. So they were dosing people with LSD without their knowledge. They were kind of telling people in the studies though, right? Uh, in this, like in some of the studies. Because I I heard were. I heard of something where like they they put it put they put it in like the water supply of certain places. Yeah, so there's this one guy who actually sued the government because he had, like, a really good career, and then he went way off the rails. Um, Part of the reason was that he was on LSD some of the time, and he didn't know it. Um, Because he went in to, like, be a part of this test that he thought was, like, testing out new, like, gas masks. But what they they really did was they... No, they just dosed everybody's water with LSD and didn't tell them. And then, and like, like imagine, like also it was like LSD was kind of new, like, uh, and like, I feel like drugs weren't like as normalized as they were now. Like imagine like maybe five or 10 years after that reefer madness movie, like that's what people thought of weed. Like imagine then suddenly being on acid, not knowing what it was or why you're feeling like this. Right. Like people just in the fifties, right? Like yeah. even before the seventies, where because I think in the seventies LSD and like mushrooms was uh, almost like a therapeutic drug. So totally. like if you went to a therapist, they would actually give you LSD and be like, "Oh, you should take some of this. It'll help you work through you know some of this you know." Yeah, yeah. The guy that invented LSD issues. like totally thought it was like a panacea for like all kinds of stuff like right. that. Which it might be. Who knows? Who knows? And like, so, uh, but. 
like some people uh, had good experiences from the MK Ultra stuff, and some people had like hella bad experiences. Uh, just which, like just like the regular population, just like right? regular population, yeah. except that they didn't do it knowingly. Yeah, so, right. So it's like that's got to be freaky, man, because you, yeah. you're probably just imagining that you're going crazy. Oh yeah. You know? Well, uh, one of my favorite ones is like uh, the mobster Whitey Bulger got experimented Bulger. on. Bulger. Right. Mm-hmm. I. I'm so bad at pronouncing things that I've only read. Uh, we have a review on our podcast that's like, these girls can't pronounce shit. Like, even <laughs> the most normal words, like, they can't pronounce things. And uh, that review is 100% accurate. <laughs> um, yeah, so he got experimented on in, really? through Did that he? in a is prison in Atlanta. And he was fucking pissed because, like, how are you going to have a good trip in so prison? So this was after he was in prison. He's in prison and he got, and he got, dose of lsd because of mk ultra and uh he like kept a diary of it and so like he had like a really bad experience and also felt like he couldn't tell anyone because he was like well i don't want anyone to think i'm crazy and put me in the like insane asylum man that's gotta be nuts so you're, you're tripping on lsd you have no idea you're even on lsd yeah and you can't fucking tell anybody about it yeah that is so fucking that's gotta be a bad trip man it's super, that is like, such a bad trip people killed themselves for sure or like this one guy uh broke up with his girlfriend and robbed a restaurant to try to get airfare and he was just a normal guy <laughs> i wonder how many like schizophrenia victims are out out on the street or MK Ultra victims. Well, yeah, y- yeah because uh, LSD can trigger schizophrenia in a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of people who've had like no schizophrenic breaks, like uh, uh, even you know, like people don't want to talk bad about pot, but oftentimes pot causes schizophrenic breaks. Yeah, know? that is mm-hmm. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you take a ton, or eat, or, or, or just, just certain genetics, I think. Oh, okay. you know. Yeah. yeah, if it runs in your family, like it, stuff like that can trigger it. Yeah, that is which nuts. would suck. Like, like imagine being like really careful about stuff like that your whole life because it runs in your family. You don't want to have a schizophrenic break. And then somebody break. just fucking and then doses somebody you. just fucking doses you. Doesn't tell you why, and you're like, well, my life has been ruined, and I can't understand why, and I can't tell anyone what I'm seeing. Right, right. Because it's the schizophrenia. Yeah, like, no, they just dose you with acid unknowingly and without your consent. Have you done acid? No. Never done acid. Nope. You should try. I mean, knowing all this stuff about acid, you should try some acid. I'm a good kid, uh, and I my parents <laughs> will probably listen to this podcast, so I'm just gonna say that I'm not going to. But so w- w- it's, it's it's pretty fun. I gave uh, I gave Maximo. Only, uh, is is weed the only thing you've done, or? Yeah, I mean, okay. in drinking. Oh, okay. I gave Maximo his first dose of mushrooms uh, when we were at uh, Disneyland. So the first time he ever did mushrooms, he was at Disneyland. At Disneyland. Waiting in line. Wow. And then I remember I gave him a corn dog and then he just looked at that corn dog <laughs> like it was his enemy for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, that could be good or bad. Yeah. I liked it. It's fun. Yeah. 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 The only thing I'm I'm worried about is um someone explained to me they they started doing mushrooms because it's like hitting a, a factory reset button on you, on your brain. And like that seems like a bad idea for me. Like I don't like the factory settings. Like I've worked pretty hard to like <laughs> It's, I, it's like um the way i explain it to people is like um it's like you get the it's like you get the keys to the operating system of your brain you know so you, you get like the source code so you know like when you open up your you know your mac or whatever oh, yeah. you see you see like the visual like the interface right uh-huh. uh when, when you do mushrooms you get like the back door to it 
So you can kind of really fuck yourself up if you don't know what you're doing and you're just kind of messing around. Oh, or, yeah. or you can really fix yourself and like supercharge yourself. And it lasts, it has a lasting effect. So it lasts sometimes like six months, you know? Wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, a lot of people like are, are, are what they call like psychonauts in the same way that an astronaut is like a not for space <laughs> oh yeah yeah not, where yeah. they they want to explore the depths of the mind through through shrooms yeah yeah, yeah and i i like that idea i would recommend like, it i think you should do some yeah. mushrooms it's i have some if you want some <laughs> it's almost like an alternative to like travel it's like oh i can just it is it really is shroom. man it, it does feel like that but it's right. also kind of depressing because like you know you're you're not going actually that's a good topic in of itself is yeah. like um like what what is the whole point of like going out and experiencing life like <laughs> it sounds like you're very depressed Maxwell. i mean <laughs> what do you mean how is that a topic? i kind of feel like you like you're here so okay. if you're not going to kill yourself you might as well do something with your time hmm okay <laughs> <laughs> right do you feel that way you feel like oh i just don't want to do anything kind of yeah. i think yeah. that's depression essentially what? Right? yeah okay that's clinical depression that you have <laughs> uh, what else are we talking about oh do you have do you have a, a favorite episode that you want to point people to um there's too many i wish i had thought of one uh just e- either listen to our most recent one or um i think this mk ultra one is pretty cool i think yeah, i'll listen to that one that's a good one that's yeah. the most recent one um i feel like the one before that was was pretty good too what did you talk about on that one i don't remember oh yeah do you also said like you have a unique process to the, the recording of this because you you almost do a relay kind of thing where you you just see one person starts solo you hand it off to your partner like, oh yeah well so like? so we do talk actually but we talk we talk to each other through like google hangouts okay. but we in we record individually on our separate laptops and then i email it to her and she puts it together so there's sometimes there's like an internet delay but like what we do is i forget who she learned this trick from but before we start the podcast we count down to one to six alternating and then that helps her sync it up whoa yeah geez. or you could just clap so you just clap and then that'll uh yeah so. but for some reason i think like the the counting giving it that whole space helps her sync up um and make it sound like there's less of a delay from the internet because hmm. it takes it like just like a tiny tiny second for her talking to reach me because of the internet delay. yeah and then that just kills the whole flow of conversation right yeah it, that's why it's that's why a little live... awkward to put them together right so like but she's managed to do it like pretty good now. Right. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, I was going to do like a Skype podcast, but I just kind of decided against it because it's hard. Yeah. It's tough, it, it's tough to get good uh, flow, quality, flow of conversation. Good flow, yeah. Um, like interrupting people is just like a natural part of conversation. But yeah. like when you have like a one second delay, that just doesn't work, you know? No. Yeah. You yeah. can't because they're already on to something else or, yeah. they're, or they're stopped awkwardly waiting for you to say your. So, so are you get, like natural introverts or. Um, like, because I'm I'm really fascinated as far as like uh, like the the habits of different podcasts. I think most podcasts are oh, way more meticulous than we are, because like we pretty much like just set up the equipment and go, don't even edit. Yeah, but, mm, I've met people that do that too. Okay. Um, I don't know. She's 
she's very meticulous about stuff and uh since it's just the two of us Mm -hmm. it's also like because we're friends and sometimes I think we go off the rails and just like talk about something where it's like I'll be halfway through talking about MK Ultra and then end up on a rant about like just something stupid like (laughs) Brillo pads or something you know what I mean what's a a Brillo pad it's uh, like a Brillo pad a Brillo pad pad. it's like the the steel wool that you wash pans with oh you know that's what they call them it's the brand it's like it's Kleenex. Brand? It's the Kleenex of They don't just steel call wool. it like wire brush. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, no one calls it that. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's so many like household white people things that I just I, I, I have no idea like what it is. Like uh, I I, did, I realized uh, my white friend told me this. I have never eaten a casserole in my life. Oh. oh, we talked about that before. Did we? Um, Did we talk about that? that okay, Oscar but have you guy. had a hot dish? I I don't even know what a hot dish is. It's just a casserole. It's a casserole? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what the... I've never had a casserole. My whole life, I've never had a casserole. Wow. I mean... Th- that's like a staple in a white household. Yeah. People eat fucking casseroles all the time, right? Like, I and, can't tell you that you're missing out, but... <laughs> oh, well, it sounds like... Because, you know, like, my, my, my white friend was explaining to me, and she and then I was like, what is a cat? And yeah. she was like, oh, it could be multiple things. It could... It, it's like... It could be anything. It's so diverse, yeah. right? Because you just bake it all together. Yeah. And it's like a, like a, like a fucking lasagna a type thing or it's, something? It's a casserole. You put it in a casserole dish. Yeah. I, 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 I like... It's just... Here's what you need, okay? Um, anything you want that... Probably involves either tater tots, green beans, or <laughs> broccoli. Okay. Uh, chicken, possibly as well. Right. Um, some kind of cream of of something soup, canned soup, and then Ew. you cover it in uh, cheese and funyuns. Oh, <laughs> what? And then you just bake it until it's warm. This is just this is this is like me when I was like. Five years old playing at the Sizzler salad board, trying, <laughs> trying to make the most disgusting thing possible to like disgust like yeah. the poor waitress. This, like, yeah. this yeah. sounds worse than dumplings. <laughs> I'm sure there's a dumpling casserole out there. Dumpling. Like, there's gotta be. <laughs> dumpling is the word you say when you take a shit and go dumpling. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I just, you know, I never understood like white people taste buds, man. <laughs> I don't understand why they eat so bland uh, and the food is so bad. From now on, I'm gonna call like a shit, just <laughs> just laying in my toilet a dumpling. <laughs> Look at that! What a dumpling! <laughs> okay, uh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna switch. I, I'm I'm really fascinated. Like, uh, what? Like, how do you know if you're like an asshole? <laughs> like what what is the threshold like who uh, is who counts as an asshole That's i love these 180 degree like, you know, I, I feel like, topic like can't you tell like if you can tell what people are how people are reacting to you then you know wait what, what was the question how do you know how do you if, know if you're an asshole, you know? you're an asshole? Like, what, like what what is an asshole like I don't know, man. That's mm, a tough that's one. A that's a tough, tough question. Because it depends on yeah. the person. I think it's so relative that like you you've gotta be an asshole to a certain number of people, but then you're also probably really friendly with a lot of other people, you know? Like yeah. it just it depends on how you click with because I know I'm an asshole to a lot of people. Like who? But other people I'm very nice to, you know? Hmm. Like I have employees. I know I'm an asshole to my employees. I know they all oh, fucking hate me <laughs> and I can't stand them and it's it's the feeling is mutual, you know. 
So it's mm-hmm. like, but like my friends, asshole. yeah, I'm totally an asshole. I completely accept that, you yeah. know. To my friends, I, I I love my friends, you know. Hmm. I feel like I I also like I used to make a distinction between like words like that, and I feel I feel like I don't feel like that anymore. Really? Um, but like I feel like an asshole is like a particular type okay. of of dick like that is like yeah but is a dick. you're kind of hot like that was oh what I thought. Okay. like if you're an asshole it's like yeah no one likes you but like there's something about that confidence you know really i think i used to think that i disagree uh, with that now like i couldn't even come up with a different word for it because asshole is like the word for it right yeah i, I call that alpha <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. what talks about this a lot <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of, like, now that I'm uh, dating again, there's a lot of things that, like, I thought was, yeah, what's like, an asshole to you? stupid shit. Well, an asshole is, to me is, like, just somebody that, like, doesn't care about other people's feelings and, like, still knows that they're affecting people poorly, you know? Because there's a, di- like, you can act like an asshole and, like, have no idea how your actions are affecting people. There are people out there like that. That's still an like, asshole, though, right? That like, is. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to hang out with an, you. An aware asshole versus an aware asshole. They're both No, I, I think yeah. an aware asshole is worse, though. An aware, yeah, way yeah, worse. Yeah, okay. Way probably worse. Probably yeah. worse. Because right. it's like, you know, but you just don't care. But yeah. some unaware assholes cannot be made aware. Like, they That's just, true. they won't, That's they true. just won't penetrate. But they're innocent, yeah. you know? They're like, they're like animals. I don't know. They're some animals. people just don't have the, like, social awareness somehow. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what do you do with that like you can't just like kick them down a ditch like sparta like you just have to try and like teach them like hey like you can't because i know you don't care but that's what if you want to work here you have to like not use that word they're dumb asshole yeah in that case right because they're they're unaware of the the self right yeah i guess so i guess so so your version of asshole is somebody who is treat somebody badly but it's and, hot and, and yeah, it doesn't care. And doesn't I, care. But it's you know hot. what? As I'm as an adult, I don't think they have to be hot. You're, you're making Maximo crazy, right? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, he, God he, damn it! He riles against that. That behavior. was definitely like teenage me thinking that for sure. Huh. Yeah. What's your, what's your asshole version? I I honestly don't know. Like I I I, I um. Who do you who do you see that's an asshole? Like in, in like your myself. World? <laughs> you see but, yourself uh, as an asshole when you do what? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I like to, I daydream that I offend people all the time when in reality, like I didn't even talk to them. <laughs> uh, that's the social anxiety that I have. Is about. that social anxiety? I think so. Well, right. it's, it's like social situations specifically giving you like hella anxiety. Hmm. Yeah. I think comedy fixes that because like I've seen people that are just, shouldn't be friends with anyone and people in comedy just accept them over time and it's like nothing i do is worse than that guy so (laughs) i'm i'm good like whatever i've said i just know for a fact it can't be worse than what that guy did five (laughs) minutes ago and everyone's still happy to see him so do you encounter a lot of assholes when you date um more or less i mean not really like just just unaware like people i think there's a lot of unaware people yeah you know hmm. i just get more, i just more, get annoyed more more. like uh it's like 
if I had a bingo card for every like date that I went on with all the dumb stuff that people ask me about comedy, like that's what it would be. Cause it's just like, I get a lot of like, Oh, who are your favorite comedians? And then I list off some like really super famous ones mm. like Mark Maron, Maria Bamford. They're like, Oh, I don't know who those are. Like, why did you fucking ask me then? <laughs> Cause everybody says like, you know, yeah, well, I think like, he just genuinely Chappelle didn't and- know. Like, that's yeah. fine, but well, after like Mar- Mar- 10 Mar- of those, oh, okay. <laughs> and then but here's here's what's annoying is it's not that, that they don't know, it's that they go, mm, Oh, they're so I don't dismissive know. about they, it, they're, they're so dismissive about it, and then they follow it up by asking me, like, if I've ever heard of Bill Burr. <laughs> oh, the, or, oh, okay, yeah. Or then they tell me I should really listen to Joe Rogan's podcast because he's God got a lot of good it. tips for stand up, and then after that, they tell me. I wish I could do stand up, but I haven't done it. But I've got like twenty minutes of material right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm so like, I'm so funny, man. Okay, just, yeah, just you're so funny, there. and it's like, do you? I bet they're an Uber driver. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just that's annoying. I think, oh, or like one time I had somebody like. <laughs> that's what like, I think of when I yeah. think of an asshole. That yeah, yeah, okay. So I do get a lot of assholes, like all men, every man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's fine. It's just one time I had to like. They made me guess who Bill Burr was and then followed it up and were like, yeah, have you heard of him? Like, yeah, they're like, you know, the guy, he's like angry. He's like balding. He's got a boss next. I'm like, Bill Burr. They're like, I don't know if that's who it is. I'm like, no, you're talking about Bill Burr. Like, I've been on enough of these dates. That's who you're talking about. And they're like, yeah, have you heard of him? Like, I fucking told you who he was. Yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, you got to mention that, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like I would just not even mention being a stand-up comedian on a date. You know? Yeah, I, 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 just, I, I it's all I do though. I, I like, I don't know what to talk about. Just tell them you do nothing. Everything about <laughs> that in my life. I don't know. I don't tell anybody about this podcast. <laughs> Me neither, man. <laughs> I, don't tell. I actively tell people to not listen. You know, <laughs> just yeah. so don't some people that know about it like still listen to it in spite of. Me. <laughs> yeah. you're doing amazing like some of the things i say on this podcast i do to just not i don't want like general friends of mine because i feel like i compartmentalize my friends a lot you know you, you know, know what you know why like uh you know why i still do it i want to hear why you still do it i just think it's fun it's but, ele- it's you know there's like an elevated conversation that, yeah it uh, is it is a lot of fun yeah but i'm completely aware that nobody cares too so <laughs> nobody cares about what what do you mean nobody will care if like they know my secrets like what are they gonna do like oh. spread rumors and try to get me fired right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't care enough to yeah yeah that's so. true I feel like uh, at a certain point on my podcast, like I realized that my parents were going to start listening to it because they would know about it. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And uh, and I just... <laughs> I don't have that problem because my parents don't speak English. Oh. Yeah, so Whoa. I could say, well, I could be as racist as I want. My parents only <laughs> speak English, so I guess I got to learn another language. Of course, they're language. from Indiana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So did you start censoring yourself? Uh, no. Instead, I just said out loud in my podcast because I knew they were listening. Uh, I don't want my parents to listen to this, but if they are, <laughs> they better act like they've never heard it around me because <laughs> they're not supposed to be listening. That's such yeah. a good girl joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you have very clean comedy. I feel like you could yeah. do like Conan or something. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, That's like, a you've never heard my comedy, too. I guess. Oh, really? You have yeah. dirty comedy? I don't know. It's not like... I don't, it's hard for me to judge like what's um, clean or what's dirty, to well, be honest. You know, but it's a lot of like words, sex jokes sex, and bad words. Well, I, I guess sex to a certain degree, but there's a, there's a lot of like, you know, clean sex jokes, right? 
Yeah, that's true. But yeah. like I was having sex and I bumped my head. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, that's <laughs> oh. <like> clean. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I it's don't like, know. It's like fun, quirky, right? Yeah. 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 I don't do a lot. Of, I don't like those, to be honest. Like, I think mm. if you're, well, I don't know. I think like a lot of like dating and stuff has been covered. So like a lot. Oh of my the god! Fun part yes, that's what I mean. Like, the Tinder jokes. Like yeah. every fucking bearded white guy has like twenty Tinder jokes. Yeah. You know. Everywhere yeah. you go, comedy store. Everywhere you go, bearded white guy. Oh, you know he's gonna talk about fucking Tinder. So you guys on Tinder? Yeah, Tinder's weird, right? Tinder's dating, weird, right? Dating in Los Angeles. Oh, oh, oh. It's so yeah. hard dating in Los Angeles. Let me Wait, tell you this one day. Who's stand up? This is like a new. <laughs> it's every, it's all of them. No, every the fucking the, bearded white guy. No, man. the way you delivered it was like <laughs> actually fresh. Oh. Like I've never heard yeah, it that pompous. That's fucking eighties uh, stand up comedian delivery. True, right? yeah. That's never been done. Like I want to hear this. Like, just improv it. <laughs> Can you improv, like, a Tinder yeah. joke with that voice? Uh, what's a Tinder joke? Well, well, let me tell you something. Uh, dating in L.A. is so tough these days. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> I mean, swipe left on the whole city, right? Oh. <laughs> let me tell you about this one girl I dated. She was a mess. Oh. She's a waitress and an actress. I don't know. Yeah, you you forgot to say uh, in LA I'm a three, but in my hometown yeah. of <laughs> no, it has to be about swiping. Bumfuck, Ohio, <laughs> I'm a ten and a half. <laughs> Man, uh. timing is everything. <laughs> 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 oh, you didn't even say anything. It was just good timing <laughs> and a funny voice. I think that part was. Should that be too. my new character, the '80s uh, stand-up comedian? Yeah, the '80s stand-up. <laughs> Man, that reminds me. Like one night, I just like I felt so fucking replaceable. Like because when I got to this show, this uh. guy was like, "Oh, hey, I've seen you before at the comedy store, right?" I'm like, "Absolutely not. Definitely not me." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. You, you haven't played the comedy store. Uh, I have not performed at the comedy store. Oh, yeah. where, where have you? Where have you done shows? Um, Flappers. Various bars. Flappers, yeah. One at Flappers this weekend. How'd that go? Uh, well, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, this sure. weekend. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've only been here for six months, so mm. I'm not in too much of a rush. I'm still kind of figuring stuff out, but mostly dive bars and Van Nuys. Right. Ooh. <laughs> well, you're going to learn some shit in dive bars. And yeah. Van oh, I, lo- I like, love dive bars. Dive yeah. bars are my that's, favorite those scene. Those are the yeah. best. That's the best practice, I think. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you have to be loud. Yeah. I loved. I love fighting for that attention. I love the back and forth with drunk regulars. I love dive bars. It's my yeah. favorite place to do comedy. For that is sure. awesome. That's really cool. And the occasional yeah. dude that's like incredibly sensitive, despite not looking like it. Yeah. Like, that's that's another that's another topic too. It's like just people that defy what they look like, and it's it's kind of sad. Uh, I like it when people. It's not sad. Yeah, you know what I think? It's kind of funny. I think that's the whole deal with Asians, you know? <laughs> because the, the culturally, right? Culturally, the idea about Asians is that they, they like, uh, they're non-sexual, you know? So whenever you see an Asian being sexual, like, people are just like, what the fuck is going on, right? Because they have it in their head, like, oh, Asians are not sexual. They're mystical, weird you know, acupuncturists mm. that are are like uh, that have yeah, no genitals. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, unless they're unless women, they're, and, and then they're, they're very super young sexual, women, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. So, so I think that's where like because all this talk about like racism and shit, everybody's talking about fucking racism these days. I don't I, like, and, and I have white friends that are Trump supporters that believe racism doesn't exist. You know. Oh my god. So like, but to them it doesn't exist, right? Because they don't understand exactly what it is. So like, I've I've gotten like creative in terms of ways to explain to them, <laughs> like what racism actually is. You know, yeah. and it's just th- this idea of like being kind of trapped inside this uh, view by other people. You know, and you can't like kind of get out of that view. With Asians, it's the whole sexual thing, right? Well, with Asian men. Don't Unless you're a crazy rich right? Asian with a even then, accent. Even then, right? Like, they definitely have those characters they're, they're in sexual. it. They're not sexual. They're not sexual. The one men guy. Are not the one guy is, but they have a the lot of jokes is, about... He's a you're half, right. He's a half Asian. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. And, and see, that's the thing. Like, all of these movies with Asian uh, protagonists that are, like, romantic leads, mm-hmm. all half Asians. Wow. You know? They haven't gone Keanu. to the point... Keanu is a quarter Asian. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Damn. There you go. So like you haven't gotten to the point where you have like a, an Asian Asian that's a hundred percent Asian, that's a sexualized romantic lead. Wow. Uh, uh, actually, up until like a few months ago, the uh, "Always Be My Maybe" was was the first. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was the first, and and like. I just watched that yesterday. Yeah, and, and like you know, again, my white friends always complain about like these, um, like oh, it's forced diversity. Every movie is forced diversity, you know. Uh. I, I get that because it is forced in some ways. But when I saw that movie, I was like, oh, this shit works for me. Yeah. You know, like I'm actually feeling this in a way that I haven't felt in like other romantic comedies, you know, because they're Asian and only because they're Asian and they're talking about Asian shit. That so makes it's, sense. it's kind of good in a lot of ways, I feel like, you know, I'm for it, to be honest. What, we, forced we have- diversity? I think sometimes it's way too forced, like Marvel and shit. Like they, yeah. they really like try to cram it down your fucking throat, you know? Yeah, but and, I think you can tell, like, because, I don't know, the Marvel thing is just like, and also, here's this guy who's not white, pat us on the back for that. Or yeah, they, they want that, that like, pat on the uh, back, and that's not art. People yeah. do that Weird. with, like, LGBT characters and stuff, too, where it's just like, uh, like, I remember, uh, I don't know if you guys liked the last Airbender cartoon, but then they did a sequel to it, and at the end, the main Legend character, of Korra, right? yeah, yeah, she he, ends up with a girl but, like, uh, they do nothing for the entire show to make it seem like they're going to be gay together at the end. Uh-huh. They, well, you want some fucking scissoring or something? What do you want? I mean, even just a nice, like, believable romance <laughs> or, like, a, a kiss at the end. Like, okay. come on. But at the right. end, they just, it, it, they pretty much just, like, in retrospect, were like, oh, yeah, no, they're totally gay. They're not going on a girl's trip. They're dating. And, like, that's the only reason why people knew they were gay. Like, mm-hmm. they just had, like, sort of a friendship. Right, right, right. Like a they, distant they friendship. Continue that kind of like, you know, like not completely going in that direction on, on that uh, that Voltron cartoon too. I think. Really, there's lesbians in Voltron. No, no, no. The, but they're they're not lesbian. They're like gay, but uh, but they also kind of did like a tepid thing. But I think in yeah. that case for that show, do they have gay sex inside of a robot? No, no. no. <laughs> I just think the fan community in that show would be awesome. <laughs> that would, bit, like, like, do they have gay robot sex? Because that's <laughs> what I want. Sex. That's what I I'm need, here for. I need that in my life. That's the one what kind of gay sex like. that I would be <laughs> excited to oil. Smell like oil. Yeah. Diesel. Yeah. Oil and armpits. I don't know. And, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be like overt to be valid, but I just kind of felt like they were like kind of retrospectively they they were just too celebratory about how like 
uh, inclusive they were being. Yeah. And they put no effort for it. Yeah, at that's all. the thing. Like that, that's the, that's what it leads to. Yeah. Right. It leads to fucking bullshit like pandering. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like just just actually. If you want to tell a story about people being gay, tell a story about people being gay. Don't yeah, just tell us after the easy. fact that it you was a what, story. <laughs> you see what they do is they 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 edit it so you they there is a beat where it's like oh applause. <laughs> they all they need to do is edit it so it's like just not a big deal. Right. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? I forgot what I was. Oh, I, I'm also against the like. Uh, gender and race swapping for uh, certain IPs or uh, intellectual properties. Uh, you know? Like, I think that's dumb. I think you should just create your own because you're just going to get like fucking, you know, uh, racist people really mad at you. <laughs> you know? what, what if the character was like really, really obscure anyway and it's not like the general public even even knows about him okay if it's obscure yeah but if it's the little mermaid or if it's the, you know, fucking yeah, Thor yeah, I think, like I, I don't think oh. you should do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense, right? Like, why can't you just create a fucking another uh, a black mermaid, right? Yeah. Why are you going <laughs> to take a white mermaid and make her black? That's racist in and of itself, right? Why? I don't know. Because you're taking something <laughs> that's that's already one ethnicity and changing it to another ethnicity. Well, it seems you know? a bit insulting that, like, they can't come up with, like, an original character written specifically for that ethnicity, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. like, but create something different. You know, as opposed to piggybacking it's on this thing like that's already. It's all like a money grab. Yeah, it you is. Know, like, uh, like I, that's I was, why I feel uh, what it is. We already had this conversation. I'm not sure if I had this ca- conversation with you or another friend, but it yeah, seems probably like somebody else. movies coming out these days, it's like, like, oh, Indian guy meets Asian girl, the movie. And they're both gay. <laughs> that's how it's marketed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and people eat that up. Do they eat that up? Oh, they totally eat that yeah. up. Because like, a lot of those movies that are kind of like pandering, they don't make that much money, you know. Hmm, they don't. No. Oh, I guess. Hmm. And they don't have the fan following that. Like, like the the but biggest it seems one is like Star Wars. Marketed that way, like, like do, they don't care about like marketing a, a an actual story anymore. Like, like Ghostbusters, for example, that did not make any fucking money. Hmm. You know, it, it was a it was an awful movie, and it was totally pandering. You know. I didn't actually watch it. You should because it's I should awful. Watch it. it's, it's, I, sh- it's, I should watch you should, it. It's yeah. uh, for but me, I felt like the it seemed a little too like more slapsticky type of comedy. It was just than bad the first ones, and I was it like, just eh. wasn't written well. You know, that's a real bummer. Yeah. Oh well. Speaking of bad movies, like I almost <laughs> want to see that like CGI cats. You know. <laughs> oh my god. Because like that's gonna be it horrifying. Might be, like, uh, is there a CGI cats movie? You never yeah. saw the trailer for oh, that. Oh, it's no, I, terrifying! It's like it—it it really disgusted me. Like I, I had nightmares. But there are people who like passionately hate the play Cats. I do. I really have you seen fucking it? Fucking hate. You saw it. The idea of that play. Oh, but <laughs> you haven't seen it though, it. right? What? Uh, have you seen it? I haven't actually seen it, but I, I, I have a. I I just know what I generally know what. The costumes look like I've, uh-huh. I've I've heard what some songs sound like before. I like that but, memory song. That's a good piano song. But I haven't yeah. actually seen the full on play. Okay, yet. have you seen Cats? No. Yeah, nah. I haven't seen Cats either. But I I know people that really really hate Cats. But I I would see it in the theaters just just to see if it would traumatize me. <laughs> Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of uh, interaction, right? Like the the there cats is? go into the the oh. aisles and like 
like Paula at the audience. Oh, oh my God. no, that sounds That's awful. Disgusting. I'm not a huge like theater person to be honest. Oh, I love the theater. I don't, oh, I don't God. see the it go out to the theater enough, but like I, I love all the, I love musicals. Musicals sometimes are okay. Yeah. But I think, you know what I think? I hate the theater because it's a lot of taking yourself and the situation seriously. What do you mean? And I can't handle that. Like a, but That's um, so APD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like being right in front of someone who's doing their best to project and like just taking themselves 100% seriously. Uh, that's why I like the but that's, theater. But that's, that's what acting is. Yeah. Acting is taking yourself seriously, right? But, it, yeah. but yeah, well, and there's a certain extent to like committing to something like... Uh, that's what's good acting is yeah. yeah but if it's on tv like i don't have to oh you don't have to be in front of their be in face front of it. right so you take that's yourself so APD. wow yeah. that is yeah that's very i APD. think that might be but also i think theater is different than film because mm. film flows quick and they keep the pace up by editing now i understand why people like michael b movies yeah yeah it's faster and more explosions <laughs> yeah, and it, less it, emotion it just gets to it it's not yeah. about this like like you know like inner meaning or well there's like i i remember taking like an acting class in college because i had um a bullshit degree and a lot of credits to fill uh, i love bullshit <laughs> classes in college they're actually yeah. kind of fun I, f- yeah. I felt like i was like uh, i came out very prepared to be like a sugar baby or something i was it was like finishing school like i was sugar I'm baby great so you at need a degree can, at sugar baby i'm great at coming up with a conversation oh is that is that what a sugar baby doing. needs to do i don't know i imagine mm. yeah you know, I was, Again, reading, I was reading this Reddit thread about being an escort, and apparently, like being an escort is more than just like having uh, sex skills, right? You have to be like, you have to look good in an evening gown. You have to be able to like communicate, you know, and, oh, like, yeah. like build up the person that is paying you. Well, there's a whole thing like the girlfriend experience. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's that's kind of it. Right? It's not the same thing necessarily, but ex- that's part of it. Girlfriend sure. experience is like a, a, a whole weekend, I think. You know, oh, like wow. it's a longer period of time where they cook for you and shit. But this is like, um, like actually escorting somebody, like not right. not like hookering, but like escorting, like taking somebody to a party yeah. or, or or to a wedding, and then talking to all of their friends and being like charming. Yeah, you know? it just seems like incredible, like incredibly awkward for for both parties. Super weird. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if you were like a millionaire and you had like no, you were just a very very lonely person, but you had money to spare. But it and, would and, be and somebody invited awkward. you to a wedding, uh-huh. and you, you you had all your friends from like your past there, and you wanted to kind of like you know show them like oh, you know I, I have that's such a I have sad somebody, reason you know? to hire an escort. Too. But that's why people hire escorts though. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole You're reason. Right. You're right. right. Yeah. What's a not sad reason? Like if that's a sad yeah. reason, like what's a good reason? <laughs> just to have fun. Not, just to, to hire have an sex. escort. Like you're just like, like you're, hey, you're just I've really got money be, to spend, uh, and I'm just like here practicing for co- good conversation. So yeah. okay, like okay, you're like a you're a rich ass like asshole CEO, but you're also like you're also married. You don't care about your wife, but you know you care about your kids. <laughs> Damn, you just want to have fun. Um, uh. With like an escort, but that's just the sex part. You could hire a hooker for that, you know, hmm. like an escort. That that's the uh, you know that's. I th- I think you have to be a real asshole to hire an escort because basically that means you have a lot of money, but nobody likes you, mm-hmm. you know. So no, none of your friends will accompany this fucking to you to this party because you're such an asshole. They don't want anything to do with it, even if you have a bunch of money. Yeah. You know? Okay. What if you're? What if you? What if you hired like an escort to just like hug you because. Uh, you haven't been hugged in a while. 
They have those. Yeah, they have they those. They have like yeah. cuddlers, yeah. Yeah, cuddle- professional cuddlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Mm. Which a lot of people, a lot of men just don't get a lot of physical touch in their lives, you know? Yeah, it's like but not allowed. Really. Like, I feel yeah. like I feel like guys should be allowed to hug each other Yeah, w- women hold hands and walk down the street and shit. And yeah. it's like, you know, this is I mean, normal. I feel weird about that, but I think that we've established <laughs> that or at least they link, I'm avoidant with people. <laughs> maybe they link arms, at least. Yeah. You know? Do you link arms with your girlfriends? Mm, I mean, if I'm, like, really drunk, then, like, of course, we, like, <laughs> skip down the street holding hands, but, like... Yeah, no. men, men. I'm not very. I'm not very openly affectionate in public. With really? People. Oh my god, that's a good topic. <laughs> APD. I fucking hate. Uh, uh, you have diagnosed her with APD. Uh, like, yeah. Multiple no, times. No, 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 not I, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking up. Uh, uh, letters. Like I, I meant. Uh, oh, PDA, 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 PDA. They sound really similar, yeah. right? APD, PDA. Yeah. Uh, Same public letters. Displays, public of, displays affection. of affection. I, I really hate it. You hate um, watching it or doing it? Uh, I both, but um, it's funny. I I had a friend tell me a story. Like he's friends with like this really hot chick that is like a receptionist, and like <laughs> she also hates like PDA too. Okay, which, which was surprising to him because like like why would she hate PDA? Like she's like hot. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> What does that have to so do with all, it? All hot people are supposed to love PDA. All hot people like they, love like the whole idea is like you're, you're supposed to kiss. hate PDA if like you're like a loser uh, or something because oh. like yeah yeah I don't know I don't I don't feel that way. You don't you don't hate public displays of affection. You don't feel like like you know it's people showing off their trophies like no <laughs> no no what? I, yeah. I i don't hate it when other people do it but it makes uh, me uncomfortable to be part of it because i know some people i know some people are uncomfortable with it yeah it's so weird. I, I don't want to be in the mall making out with someone and have like you walk up and be like oh i'm uncomfortable now geez. so that's I weird how like it. some people have no like uh pda etiquette yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have none. Like, uh, I remember when I was like 20 years old, I invited like this uh, friend to my house and she brought her boyfriend and she started making out in front of my mom. And I was like, what? what are you What are you doing? You know? <laughs> like, oh my God. What the fuck is that, right? This is trashy. Jeez. But yeah, I like touch. I like, uh, when I'm in relationships, I like, like always being like, in physical in contact. Not like making out, but just like mm-hmm. always touching, you know? Yeah. Holding hands is good, but like... It's weird if you don't like know people very well in what, public. Holding, yeah, because then, then your hand will, your palm will get all sweaty. Holding and, hands like, with people you don't know. Yeah, like I don't know, like what, I, yeah, like in church or something, like <laughs> just <laughs> like I don't know. I just feel like I, I feel like I've run into this a couple times being on like a Tinder date, like it's going okay, but like then he wants to, like hold your hand while you walk yeah, to a different place, and I'm like, uh. yeah, I don't do that. Like if I'm holding your hand in public, like we're dating like i know right. you yeah Interesting. I, don't, I don't even huh. do that uh, so they go in for the hand holding yeah and walking to a different place and i'm like what are you doing mm. why do, would do you, you do this do you push the hand away or do you just reluctantly hold i the just hand? i just uh don't or hold do you the give hand. the do you give limp hand until he gets the, the point no i just tell him i don't like holding hands with a stranger in public <laughs> it feels a little too intimate it's weird right right and then and then he that's thinks good. that that's, that's weird, but I, oh. it's fine. It's good that you assert your boundaries. Like, what, what are your other dating rules? Uh, 
Do you make out on the first date? I don't know. It depends on the person. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. person dependent. Person dependent. I, th- I right. feel like it's a good idea to make out a little bit before you end up in a private place with them so that you know if they're like a terrible kisser, you don't want to continue. Okay. That's that's just a t- hot tip that I've learned. <laughs> hot tip. <laughs> hot tip. <laughs> what, what, what are the rules you have for dating? Um, Do you have like a three date before sex rule? No. No? It's just whatever. Person dependent again. Person dependent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your ethnicity? What's your dating ethnicity? Um, I don't really have one. It's all liar. Liar. <laughs> I don't know. It's like is, uh, it, is it white guys mostly? Uh, have you dated black, Mexican, Asian? Probably not Asian, right? I'm no, guessing. Yeah, I'm I guessing have. you've dated no Asians. Yeah, I have. You've dated an Asian. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. What kind of Asian? I don't know. I bet he was half. Is it half? No. No, full he was, Asian. He was from Hawaii. So oh, I don't know. okay. I don't know what kind. Hawaii, it wasn't really Hawaiians. dating either. Yeah, it was Hawaiians kind of like have good personalities. At first dating, and then he so, was too chill. Uh, so I just wanted to be friends, and right. also I'm friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> I really like. I don't know. I'm I'm in this weird uh, spot in my life where it's like I shouldn't be dating, but like of course I am. Uh, uh, so instead, I just like date people for a little bit and then decide that that's not something I want to do. And then I just get real into comedy and tell jokes about the dates that I went on. <laughs> Whoa. So you use dates that's for material, so basically. brutal. No, I only talk about like bad dates or dates when I acted Are weird, you actually like, disappointed when like a, a date is just like, you know, just like that? <laughs> Sometimes like if it's like that, you have material. Oh, yeah. But I mean like, like a I say card. I'm making hand gestures, yeah. but if it goes downhill... That's when you have great material. When it's just flat, like you just wasted time, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah, when I'm when I'm with it, when I'm uh, on a date like that, I just want to mess it up <laughs> because because <laughs> at least there'll be a story there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, tell me a story about like a self sabotage on 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 a date. Um, I I don't know if it's like a like a purposeful like a, like a huge thing you know but i just start like saying weirder and weirder things yeah so okay know? whenever i want to self-sabotage a date i just talk about like um dragon ball z <laughs> yeah that'll definitely do it yeah i, I yeah, don't think mo- most girls in la are not excited she's when like a guy wow okay uh, the intricacies of piccolo and vegeta <laughs> yeah. dragon ball the original series is clearly the superior one yeah. but, okay um i always just um press them on that weird thing that they said about being okay with louis ck or something you know that's all i have to do oh you get social justice warriory no, I, I don't know. I don't usually. But, yeah. like, I don't know. When people are, like, they say something dumb, then I'm like, wait, why do you think that? Hmm. Oh, the other thing I do, I, I just get silent. I just stop talking. Oh. You know, because a lot of times when the, the dates are flatlining, it's because I'm doing all the work and they're just not inputting That's anything. That's so funny. So I just stop. So <laughs> completely stop. That's you know? so funny because when I, when, I, um, when I feel more attracted to a chick, I get more silent. Like... Really? Because you want to hear uh, what she's saying, maybe? No, it's because, like, I can't Oh, anxiety. At that okay. moment, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I feel like I 
I've actually started realizing, and this is going to sound like narcissistic as fuck, but like I'm uh, starting to get nervous on first dates because I know they're going to like me because I have such a need to entertain Mm -hmm. that like I can't handle second dating me on. Like I don't know what to do with a person, like how to begin to like them, how to get to know them, how to spend actual time with them. Mm But I'm so good at first dates. I'll ask right, questions. The, the, I'm charming. I'm funny. Like you have like three hours of material, like date yeah. material, basically. Yeah, right? I yeah. I nail the first date uh, every time, and sometimes right. the person I'm on the date. Yeah, with. I feel I feel very similar. Like the the second date gets me more nervous than the first. Yeah, you know, because the first is like, yeah, I got that. You know, like yeah, I have stories that I can tell. And I'm yeah, I'm great at it. But now at this point, I'm like, ugh, like I almost like I don't want to go on this date because it's gonna be a waste of time because I know he's gonna like me a bunch and I'm. I'm not going to really like know if I like him or not because I'm just going to do a great job making him like me. And then then what? Wow. We're going to have to go on a second date. And like, it seems to be like a theme throughout your entire life. It's like <laughs> the social mass that's kind of ruining your life, you know, and keeping you away from uh, real relationships and people. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But do you want them? Because it seems like um, it seems like independence is the most important aspect of your life. Yeah. Uh, being independent is important. I think also like the, the thing that I've been like working on recently, to be honest, is that like letting down that mask, being a little more, being a little more earnest about things, being more human, like a, and a part of that is like learning to set boundaries with people and just being like, instead of going along with holding somebody's hand, even though I hate it. And then just like hoping they stop or not calling them again. Like, I'm just like, I don't like this. Yeah. And don't don't laugh at all their jokes. You know, don't, don't feign uh, an interested voice when you're not interested. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm yeah. working on that, and I and I'm working on that through my comedy too. Just trying to be like right. totally honest about this uncomfortable situation instead of like, like I tried that one time where I just I didn't really want to tell the actual truth about the situation because it was too, too close to home. I think or what do you I mean? just was worried. It was it was the same. Like I just it was about one specific situation. So instead, I generalized it, and it just did not work as a joke. Oh, as a joke. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Hmm. Right, yeah, because yeah, you got to make it personal, right? Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. In those details. Yeah. Awesome. Damn, that's like the most honesty like I've heard from a chick in like <laughs> in months, but and that's wonderful. <laughs> uh, that's it, guys. Wow. Hour thirty right. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Oh, thank you, Christy, uh, yes, for thank you. being yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks what, for having show, me. What, what's it called again? Weird. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Check out Christy and That's Weird. That's weird. And uh, thanks for being on the podcast. podcast. And thanks. Ashley uh, apparently couldn't make it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I to thought her. she would make it, but she didn't. Anyway, mom was late. <laughs> Goodbye. That's fun. Yeah, that's.